Mimi Harrison had met Jack Leonard six months earlier, by the backyard pool of the producer of her latest film. Home and Glory was the story of a widow whose two sons are fighting in different battles in the war, strategically kept apart by the British Navy to minimise the potential for grievous loss to the family. But the boys desperately want to fight together, and this leads to inevitable and tragic consequences for all. Mimi had heard a real-life story similar to this years ago on a trip to England and agreed to the role without even reading the script. It was a weepy, a woman's picture, the very kind that had made Mimi Harrison a Hollywood star. She had meant to become a great stage actress and, after graduating with a degree in history and drama from Smith, had started out on Broadway in several strong supporting roles in the mid-1930s reluctantly changing her name along the way from the more sombre Mary Ann. But her dark, exotic features were caught one night by a studio casting director sitting in the front row, and she completed a quick make-up-free screen test in New York before being sent out west by train to Los Angeles. There, she had had another screen test, this time in full makeup, followed by facial bleaching to reduce her freckles, and a minor surgical procedure that would have mortified her mother. One procedure is a record around here, honey, the wardrobe assistant had remarked when Mimi pointed out the scar. Mimi was a slave to the truth, and felt that if her body was no longer 100% a Harrison's, the least she could do would be to not hide the fact. Mimi's first day at the studio had been an eventful one, the leading actor in a string of successful Depression-era comedies hit on her immediately, and after several days' persistence, she gave in and agreed to dinner at Chasen's. But that was all she agreed to, a fact he had trouble accepting at the end of the night. She would have been more unnerved by all of this if she did not already have a list of successful stage credits behind her. Arriving in Hollywood, a little older than most, she believed that none of this would be happening if she did not possess something of value, and if she gave away any of it out of fear, she would be in a race to the bottom. Her father, a notable judge in the Third Circuit Court of Appeals, had taught her this, along with a love of horseback riding, Renaissance art, and Jane Austen. Her first few months were marked by many men's attempts to seduce her for one night, and sometimes even less if they had an after-party they hoped to get to, and her meeting them right there on the start line, not budging one bit. She knew she had only one person she needed to keep happy, the head of the studio, Monty Cartwright. And she had carefully and wisely cultivated fatherly feelings in him from the start, until he was patting himself on the back for being such a mensch at least where Mimi Harrison was concerned. The past decade in Hollywood, career-wise, had been remarkably successful. She had contractually retained the right to one outside studio film a year, and she was averaging four in-house movies on top of that, keeping her too busy for much of a social or romantic life. With a per-film take of $40,000, she was considered one of the highest-paid actresses in the world, it would be only a matter of time before she met Jack Leonard, who had made even more money than that. He had been watching her box office ascension from a rival up-and-coming studio 
with a degree of patience for which he was not usually known. His own success had been less linear and much more questionable. With generations of family money from the garment industry behind him, he had counterbet the depression, picking up any stock that looked as if its final days had come, then buying up any surviving competitors. As FDR's antitrust teams moved in, Jack started moving abroad, cultivating alliances with steel and weapons producers in Europe, and becoming both financially and diplomatically indispensable to them as various countries started assembling munitions factories for the increasing military demand.